Would you like to become a fascinating personality, break free from plateaus, and gain power over your mental resources and your full potential? You came to the right place. Welcome to a magical journey to yourself. This show is made in Germany. If you like the show, please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or PureMindMagic.club. Welcome to Season 1, Shaping Your Reality. And here is your host, international magician, speaker, and book author, Victoria Mavis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Pure Mind Magic and December 17th of the Advent Calendar that has no calories but only makes you smarter. I'm very proud to announce today my guest Cameron Harold, who is a business mentor and CEO coach. He's all about strategies, the author of the book Double Double and also the co-author of the book The Miracle Morning for Entrepreneurs, what he wrote together with Hal Erold, who he met at a mastermind. We will talk about Meetings too. Why Meetings Suck. He wrote another book about that topic and also diving deeper a little bit into his book Double Double and talking about focused actions for fast growth. This man is really incredible what he can get out of businesses and how he can help them growth. But he's still very grounded and very centered and is no fan of working hours and hours. So he takes some time off to have some time with his family and he's enjoying traveling a lot. And this is why he's already on the way to his next speaking engagement. Before Cameron catches the next plane, we will have an amazing conversation here on Pure Mind Magic, providing you with a ton of value information. Before we start the interview, you know there is a Christmas gift tip for you. And today it is a very nice power bank that I found. So you got an external portable charger battery that has also included an LED flashlight. So this is really handy and it helps you to recharge your iPhone, your smartphone, your tablet, your iPod, your iPad, your Kindle, whatever device you are taking with you when you are traveling. So this is really practical. And as I said, it also looks nice. And it has USB 3.0. Everything else about it you will find in the show notes by clicking on the link. You can get it from Amazon for Christmas. So time is running out and I think it's time to make your orders. Now let's go on with this amazing interview and here is for you on the show Cameron Harold. Hi Cameron, welcome to Pure Mind Magic. Hi Victoria, thanks for having me. 
You're very welcome and you are a very interesting guest, business mentor and CEO coach. That is really special. Can you give us a short overview of who you are and what you're doing? Um, sure. I started coaching entrepreneurs and CEOs all over the world as well as their leadership teams around 12 years ago. Um, I got known for building a few companies and, and built them quite large quite quickly and built really strong cultures. So I had all these entrepreneurs asking me to, um, you know, get involved and help teach them how to actually grow their companies. So I work with companies. I've actually coached companies now in 28 countries on six continents. Wow, that is very impressive. And yourself got started in entrepreneurship at age 20, right? Yeah, I had my first business when I was in second year university. And I ended up with 12 full-time employees that summer. And we were um, painting houses. And that was really my first serious entrepreneurial venture. I'd been doing lots of little entrepreneurial things as a kid. But that's really when I had my first business up and running. Great. So you kind of have this entrepreneurial lifestyle in the blood. And I also wrote that you helped to build the company uh, 1-800-GOT-CHUNK from 2 million to 105 million in revenue in just six years. I would say this is almost magical. What are some <laughs> insights around that? It's very magical. We um, we actually figured out how to codify culture and how to leverage building a world-class culture, leveraging PR and also having charging a premium price really allowed us to scale the company quickly, allowed us to to give more to the customers, give more to the employees and just drive a bigger brand. Amazing. So Cameron, can you share a few s secrets? What would be a world-class mindset? Um, I think it, the first part of a world-class mindset is just deciding where you want to go versus forecasting where you think you're going to go. You know, I think often companies wake up in the morning and try to get a little bit bigger, grow a little bit faster, you know, do a little bit more, make their product a little bit better. Instead, what I try to do is I try to roll the camera ahead three years and decide what my future looks like three years from today, almost as if I leaned into the future or, or looked into a crystal ball and discovered described what my company looked like three years out. I call that a vivid vision. And then we reverse engineer that and figure out how to make that come true. So when you're really clear on where you're going, you can figure out the path to get there. Really interesting because this is similar to what we magicians do because when we want to make a car appear on stage, what is impossible at first glance, we also do this reverse engineering starting with the bigger picture in mind. So meaning you do kind of visualization to get really the pictures in your mind and I always refer to it like also like magicians do because we are dealing with the invisible and seeing things before they are there. Is this, this the way you think? It's exactly how I think. Yeah. What I try to do is get out of the office, get out of the box and really just go somewhere where I'm, I'm inspired, somewhere around nature, even if it's just out sitting in my backyard where I will just allow my mind to dream and drift and just make notes. And as I keep thinking about the future and describe what it looks like, what it feels like, you know, what the company's acting like three years out without figuring out how it happens, if I know what the future state is, then I can start to reverse engineer to make that true. So I actually codified that in a book called uh, Vivid Vision. And I also included it in one of my books or two of my books. I included it in Double Double and also The Miracle Morning for Entrepreneurs. Very nice. So that is great. And I think a lot of people get stuck when they try to find out how to get there and close the gap. And it's also 
the thing with magic so because when you watch a magic show you have the biggest benefit when you just sit there and get astonished without trying to find out how it is done and i think it's the same in entrepreneurship it's important to stay open-minded and be ready to spot new opportunities when they show up what would you say Yeah, I think that's a really great analogy to, to to realize that when you are watching magic, if you sit and worry about how it's happening, you miss the whole thing. And as an entrepreneur, if you're so worried about how to make everything happen, you're not necessarily going to dream as big and to figure out, you know, a bigger or better company to build. So what I just, again, try to get everyone to do is lean out into the future and visualizing their company three years out and then reverse engineer it from there. And and that's why it's important to even get out of the office and not use a laptop, you know, not use technology because it often drags you back into the planning process where you're always trying to figure out how. So what would you say, Cameron, how big is the role that the environment plays when you are designing the future? Um I think the environment makes a big role because it just allows you to daydream. It allows you to kind of shift. You know, I, today I've been walking around outside doing phone calls in my bare feet. I've probably been outside three times and that just disconnects me from, you know, a physical space that, that might be forcing me to think about how all the time. So I think it's really important to just get out of the box and, and allow yourself to disconnect. It's where creativity starts, right? And it's, um, it's why it's important to even get your employees or your team off site. If you're doing strategic thinking or planning meetings with your, with your leadership team, say it's important to get them off site every year and, and often even every quarter so they can dream and think and plan and, and be creative And if we're stuck in the boardroom, we often get stuck on how, and we just, we, we limit ourselves for sure. Really valuable advice. And I love the idea that you are walking outside and uh, barefoot and uh, making phone calls. And I think this is also something that helps you to get grounded because a lot of people sometimes seem to lose this groundedness. Yeah, I think at the end of the day as well, it's just important to remember that, you know, and I told the CEO this this morning that this is just what we do to make money. You know, this is not the entire reason for our being. This isn't, you know, our entire existence shouldn't be wrapped up in work. And I think often we get too wrapped up in what we're doing to make money and we forget that this should be part of a bigger picture, right? Our our company should be there to help give us a better life, to either give us more money, give us more free time, you know, allow us to be passionately engaged in working on something. But often we end up thinking that it's our entire existence or it should be our entire focus. And I think that's completely, completely inaccurate. Yes, that is so true. So, Cameron, let's talk a little bit about your books. You are author of several books, also a co-author. And I would start with the book Double Double because I have it here on my desk. This is the first book I decided to uh, buy from you because it was really a tough decision. They are all so interesting, but Double Double just sounds good. It sounds almost, by the way, like a magic slide with cards. So there are similar expressions to that. But everyone is interested in Double Double making things bigger, earning more, growing the company, get more productive. And in your book, you are really breaking it down and it's really strategies and you really talk people through. And I love your chapter that is called the whole chapter focused actions for fast growth. Can you talk us through a little bit? 
Yeah, and I'm actually going to do this off of um, I'm going to do this more of a conscious stream of thought versus going specifically off that book. So if I think about my focused actions, because I'm going I'm to have to go back eight years to recollect exactly what I wrote. So it'll be interesting to see where my mind is today versus where it was when I wrote Double Double. Um, so the first off is beginning with the end in mind, right? Like Stephen Covey talked about, um, that if we don't know where, where we're going, any road will take us there. So it's really making sure that your company and each business area is focused on the vivid vision and that you're setting for, you know, focused goals to, um, to grow your organization. I think every company needs to have four solid goals in place for every year and every quarter. And those goals would be your employee net promoter score, your customer net promoter score, your profit number in terms of raw dollars. And then that kind of leads you to a revenue goal. So it's really starting with those goals and then breaking them down. I also believe that every goal should be written in, in a, an acronym. I've kind of abridged the acronym, but a SMART goal for um, shared, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. And I think the key with that, the first two are really the key for me. The first is sharing that if a goal is written down, it's way more powerful if you share it with another person. In fact, I actually have a daily accountability partner that I share my daily top three goals with. And he and I um, use an app called Commit to Three. And every day we write our top three goals down and it focuses us on, you know, really working on the critical few things versus the important many. Um, I use an app called Focus Timer, which allows me to um, just work in sprints where I'll work for 20 minutes and then I take a five-minute break. I work for 20 minutes and I take a five-minute break. And I don't feel bad if I'm not, you know, completely engaged. I know I can work hard for 20 minutes and then I get I get a, a kind of a free break. I also don't feel bad about taking free days. Um, I think often that, you know, our focus comes from allowing us to really disconnect. So I'm actually leaving this afternoon for Peru. I'm taking about five days off while I'm in Peru and then I'm doing a speaking event at the end of the week. So even in that five days that I'm there, I'm going to be very, 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 for the most part, completely disconnected from work. Um, just completely enjoying it as a holiday and, and disconnecting. You know, I also never work at nights and I never work weekends. I really work hard to disconnect from the business so then I can show up recharged. And I think to truly be focused, you really need that clarity and the only way you can really, you know, have that mental clarity is to, to have allowed yourself to to recharge and to refresh. So I guess that would be some some areas that I would think about in terms of being focused in that focused mindset. Yes, I totally agree with you. So picking up on the 20 minutes blocks you do, I just did an episode on the tomato principle. Maybe you heard of that. Right, the Pomodoro. Before. Yeah, Pomodoro, right. I'm the 20, it's 25 minutes there. And I think it's really a, a clever tool to trick ourselves because it's easy to sit down and like do concentrated work for 25 minutes instead of having in mind that you have to sit down for four hours doing anything that is really exhausting and also what you said about like recharging i think it's so impossible it's so important because it's impossible when you just sit there focused on your notebook for hours to really come up with a brilliant idea so you need this distance and your brain needs some time to process all the information and cover all the input to really come up with a fantastic output in the end Yeah, you really, it's impossible if you're just sitting, focusing and working and working and working. And I wish I'd really had understood that, um, you know, back when I was even going through college. I think if, when I was in college, it would have been much, much more impactful for me to have, um, you know, been able to 
had had taken breaks in my studying. Instead, I would sit in a study hall for like eight hours, and the reality was I was getting diminishing returns. And I think if I'd worked really focused, um, like you mentioned with the Pomodoro, the tomato timer, um, in chunks, and then allowed myself to take a break and then truly focus, I think we get a lot more done. I think we're also very busy. I think people are, are you know very busy and very distracted. And it's about working on the critical few things versus the important many. You know, we often have a lot of miscellaneous stuff that has to get done, but it's that really focused time on the critical few things that really moves the needle ahead. So true. And Cameron, you also have in your book, Double Double, in the third part, what is called uh, Focus on Leadership. There's a chapter, and I really like the title because it's called The Roller Coaster Ride of Entrepreneurship. So, mm. what is that, and how can we survive that? Yeah, this is a really, really big, big issue. And in fact, I had a friend of mine uh, seven days ago send me an email and he said that I need to stand on the roof and scream about the highs and lows of CEOs more, this roller coaster. Um, he attempted suicide five months ago because he was driving himself crazy um, with with his manic highs and then his stressful, depressing downs. And, and entrepreneurship, um, you know, lots of people have highs and lows. Um, you know, but 3% of the medical or 3% of the population is diagnosed with bipolar disorder and 3% of the population are entrepreneurs. So there's an interesting correlation. Um, when you think about the fact that, that, um, entrepreneurs have to be showing all this energy, we have to be excited. We have to be enthusiastic to get people to follow us, but it's really hard to stay at that really high energy level for long. And we often crash and, and either get stressed or depressed. The problem for entrepreneurs is we can't often talk about our downs. You know, we're really good at talking about the high periods, the up periods, the good things, but we often find it very difficult to find someone who either understands business or understands the highs and lows that we're going through or someone that we can trust enough to talk about it. You know, we're not going to necessarily tell everybody that we've just mortgaged our house to be able to do our advertising campaign or that we've just recruited a great employee away from a competitor, even though we're not sure we can meet payroll. Um, so we're often going through this very magnified stress. And even if it's even if it's not so risky stress, it might just be things that we're scared about or worried about. Maybe it's firing an employee. And we can't really talk to the rest of our employees about that. So we often live in this very scary, sheltered bubble. Um, and I think that's what magnifies the stress of entrepreneurship. So in Double Double, I wrote about the highs and lows of CEOs. I also have a video on my website, on the CameronHerald.com website, um, called The Highs and Lows of CEOs. And it's all about this emotional roller coaster and it's, it's how to navigate it because the reality is we can't get off the roller coaster. You know, we're going to ride it. You're going to go through the highs. You're going to go through the lows. The key is as an entrepreneur, how do you ride it successfully so that you don't completely um, stress yourself out, your spouse out and your team out along the way? Yes, Absolutely. And there is also a similarity to uh, being a magician because you have to deal with all the secrets and you are not allowed to tell anyone. And uh, you're very right that it's the same with entrepreneurs because they try to solve everything for themselves and they don't share all their emotions when things go wrong or don't go as planned. Yeah, that's exactly it. So I think what, what happens is when you can give yourself a network um, when you give yourself a, a group of like-minded people that you can actually spend time with, um, that's when when it gets a little bit easier. So, you know, we, we have groups for entrepreneurs 
um, you know, like YPO and EO and Vistage and Mastermind Talks and Maverick Genius Network, lots of groups for entrepreneurs. Um, and then there's groups for, for marketers and engineers and lawyers. I also realized that the second in command was also in a very, very precarious position because the COO, or, you know, or, or maybe they're called the VP ops or the general manager, but the second in command to the entrepreneur plays a very different role from the rest of the leadership team. You know, they are truly shouldering often a lot of the bad decisions. They have to have very strong trust and open communication with the entrepreneur. They often have to be the only one saying the bad news. So we created a group just for them called the COO Alliance. And the whole point of that group was to give them a network or a, a mastermind to share ideas and information with each other and also to give them a safe place so that they felt like they could, you know, learn and grow. Yes, and I think this is really a good point, Cameron, talking about networking and being together with like-minded people that have kind of the same vision. And I know that you are someone who really invests in himself. So you attend also masterminds and you spend around $100,000 a year just to be there. So I think Some of the listeners would think this is a crazy amount of money to spend to be around other people. But why is this such an incredible investment? Yeah. And, and I mean, people will often call bullshit. So I'll spell it out for you. I, I go to the main TED conference every year, which is 10,000. I've gone to mastermind talks five years in a row, which costs 10,000. I go to baby bathwater, which is 7,500. I'm in the Genius Network, which is 25,000 for the three events per year. I go to the uh, Strategic Coach. I'm in Dan Sullivan's 10X program, and that's 22,000 per year. And then each of those, you also have flights and hotels. So, um, you know, when you add up like probably 12 or 14 hotel nights, 15 hotel nights plus flights, um, it's around 100,000 a year that I invest. Now, I'm also getting a huge return off of that. You know, I've, I've generated, um, you know, close to a million dollars in revenue from attending these events. Um, I have learned different ideas on how to fast track my growth. I've met individuals that virtually have the answer for every problem or every opportunity in front of me. Um, I've learned some incredible tools and systems for marketing and for hiring and for, for leading and growing teams. Um, I've met business partners and you know, I even met my co-founder, um, not my co-founder, but my co-author for the Miracle Morning for Entrepreneurs, Hal Elrod and I first met at a Genius Network event and then we hung out together at Mastermind Talks. So when when I'm able to do business with people, um, learn how to grow my business and, and have a network that is global, that has the answers to all of the problems I have, and, and these are real businesses with real, you know, real growth, um, I, I'm kind of one degree away from anyone now. You know, I can pretty much pick up the phone and, and or an email and get in the door with anyone I need to speak to. Hmm. I would say that again is kind of magical what you're doing <laughs> here and <laughs> what you are creating with this network. And yeah, I think a lot of people are missing this or can't see the value you get out when you really invest because you are building assets there. It's not just spending money for entertainment and uh, yeah, just feeling good. So it's amazing what you're doing there and everything uh, you mentioned where you are going and we see where you are now. And you touched already on uh, the miracle morning for entrepreneurs and also thanks through being uh, at a mastermind group, you met your co-author, Hal Arold. So 
give us a few cues on the books and why is it so important to really start the day early as an entrepreneur? Sure. So if we think about the miracle morning for entrepreneurs was all centered around six core principles called the morning savers. And that's an acronym. So it's S-A-V-E-R-S. The first S stands for silence. And it's just kind of waking up with a minute of silence where you just lie in bed and kind of keep your eyes closed and just think about the day and just allow yourself to ease into the day. And you don't like jump out of bed right away or you don't pick up your phone. Um, and then you go to your affirmations. Your affirmations are just a phrase or a couple of short phrases that you're repeating to yourself to, I guess, give you confidence in something that you're working towards. So we suggest that you come up with something that is strong that you believe in and you just continue to repeat that on a daily basis until it has started to stick. And then you can come up with a new one. Your V is your visualization. And that's when you're reading your vivid vision or maybe you're reading your goals for the quarter um, or maybe you're listening to your vivid vision on audio. Um, but that's kind of the, where the V comes in. The E is for exercise. I actually struggle with the early morning exercise other than when I've been training for marathons or half marathons. Um, I like to do mine in the afternoon, like right around now is when I prefer to kind of get, get something into my system in terms of the exercise. But, you know, even if you can do some burpees or a seven minute workout or some push up, something small to just get your blood flowing, um, is a good way to start the morning. Then from there it's reading. And it's just having like five or 10, five, 10, 15 minutes, just even over a tea or coffee, just to sit and read whatever book you're into or um, whether it's personal or something for fun or business. Um, and then the last one is um, scribing, which is your writing. And that's when I do the five minute journal, when you write down your gratitudes and goals for the day. So that tends to be the the basic morning success habits that we built the Miracle Morning for entrepreneurs around. And as I said in the book, there's days when I do them and there's days when my Miracle Morning is hugging the pillow. Um, so I just don't think you beat yourself up about it if you miss, but it's a great way to start moving towards those habits and getting up early um, or earlier than everyone else and, and starting your day off in the right way. Yes, and it's also a magical trick to kind of extend the day because it just starts earlier. And uh, as I mentioned before, we started the interview that magicians are masters of distractions. And nowadays, it's so easy to get distracted. So when we think back, there were times when there was we were only distracted by a ringing telephone. And now every notification, everything from the calendar, everything that pops up is a distraction. And you also know, Cameron, I'm sure that it costs our brain a lot of energy to refocus on the task we are doing in the moment. Yeah, it's often, it's, it's often impossible. I think where technology is really, um, really kind of starting to, to get in the way of actual productivity, where people you know, feel like they're working, but the reality is they've wasted so many minutes, so many so much time throughout the day. It's interesting. Apple just came out with a new setting on their, um, on their phone right now called screen time. And if you go to the settings app and then hit screen time, it'll actually show you how much time you're spending on, um, different apps and pretty powerful to see that, you know, you can be wasting so much time on Instagram or messenger or, um, you know, playing some game versus actually getting your work done. So it's a really interesting way to actually, um, you know, maybe set up an accountability triangle where you meet with somebody else and you commit to share your screen at the end of the day and you try to work towards better targets than you've had before. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing how the, the principle of focus works. So even if you think about focused light, 
Um, and I'm sure this is something from magic, but if you take light and you disperse it, it can light up a room. If you take folk, you know, light and you highly focus it, it becomes a laser and it can cut through steel. And, and in business, it's the same way or in life, it's the same way. If you're highly focused on your goals and you're working towards something and you're staying focused on that, it doesn't take a lot of time to get the critical work done, but often it's all the busy stuff that gets in the way that, that takes up the rest of our day or the rest of our life. So true. And I think the app you mentioned is really helpful because, you know, we can only change what we are aware of. And when you are not aware, you can't change it. And this is also why I think the journaling is so important, because when you put all your thoughts down, you become aware of it. And this is where change can happen. Yeah, exactly right. So, Cameron, you talked before about the downs of entrepreneurship and that there are tough times, obviously, for everyone that is living this lifestyle. Do you have some magic tips on how to get the energy up or just stay in a good energy? Because you are such a productive and charismatic person. What are some secrets you can share? I think it's that that to try to find times to be completely focused and get the energy up during those periods and then allow yourself at periods when you're not as focused to either take a break or, you know, work on some of the busy work that needs to get done and not beat yourself up about it. If you think about a high performance athlete, they might only be completely focused for, you know, 15 minutes of a day or 20 minutes of a day. They're not completely, completely focused other than during that zone. And I think it's impossible for employees to think that they can be focused eight hours a day, five days a week, 52 weeks a year. Um, so it's, it's giving yourself a bit of a break and giving yourself, allowing yourself to take a break to recharge so that when you, when you decide to hit it, you hit it. Um, if I have to get my energy level up for maybe going onto a stage, I might jump up and down or do some jumping jacks or go for a quick walk outside, um, you know, drink a cup of coffee. Um, you know, worst case scenario, you're drinking like a, a fit aid or a life aid or, a, you know, a Gatorade or something to get, get your energy up, but, um, your cup of coffee. But outside of that, I just try to actually work on the focus things when I feel like I can focus and allow myself the buffer time to not focus the rest of the day. Very good advice. And I really love the picture with the athlete. That makes a lot of sense. So Cameron, let's talk a little bit about the third book, uh, The Meeting Suck. You mentioned that every employee and every leader or entrepreneur should read it. What is the essence of this book? Yeah, the, the reality is every employee and, and company tend to complain about their meetings. You know, people are always complaining that meetings suck. And the reality is most people have never had any training at all on how to run a meeting or how to attend and participate in a meeting. You know, they don't know what to do when they're showing up in a meeting, let alone how to run them, nor do they know what meetings to run. So I wrote the book Meetings Suck as a way to um, kind of once and for all teach every employee at every company how to attend and participate and run high-functioning meetings. So it's kind of a $12 investment. You buy a copy for every one of your employees and you have them read it and all of a sudden the complaint goes away. And when you think that you're paying somebody $50,000 a year to come to work and they spend one, one out of every eight hours in meetings, doesn't it make sense to spend $12 so that they actually know what they're doing while they're there? Amazing. So this is, again, something that creates magic results for your company and your employees. So for all the listeners, I will put all the show notes or 
all the links in the show notes to make it really easy accessible. And we also talked a little bit, Cameron, on you being a business mentor and CEO coach. And you said that you still have a few spots. So how is it possible to get you as a coach or a mentor? Uh, yeah, it's um, I work with about a half dozen new clients every year. They can go if anyone's interested, you can go to CameronHerald.com. So it's C-A-M-E-R-O-N-H-E-R-O-L-D.com and just go to the coaching tab and there's a form there that you fill out. It asks you a number of different questions about your business. And then based on that, we set up a call uh, during the call. If it seems like there's a great mutual fit, I can work with you. And I've coached clients all over the world. I've coached people, I think, in 26 countries now. Wow, that is really impressive. And also, Cameron, you do speaking events. And you mentioned before that you are heading to Peru now doing a speaking <laughs> engagement there. So it sounds really, really interesting as well. So where is it possible, like from both sides, to experience you as a speaker live on stage? And also, if anyone would be interested to get you as a speaker on stage, how does that work? Yeah, same thing. If they go to CameronHerald.com, there's information on my speaking or they can email me Cameron at CameronHerald.com and one of my assistants will help out in um, getting information over for the speaking. But yeah, I'm heading to Peru this afternoon and this will be, I'll be doing a speaking event in Peru, which will be, I think, my 28th country that I've done a speaking event in and it'll be the sixth continent that I've actually done speaking in. So the only continent I have not done a paid event on is Antarctica so far. Wow, very cool. And I think <laughs> and they can also watch my, my speaking event videos are also all on my website. If they go to the shop or the store, I forget what the tab is called on the website, they can download um, all of my speaking event videos there and they can watch me speak live from home as well even more great content for the listeners. And I think, Cameron, uh, only through all your speaking events, you have enough content to write the next book. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I'm probably going to delay it a little bit right now, but I know I'm going to be working with, um, with one or two. One will be on the highs and lows of CEOs, so talking about this roller coaster ride that we're under and really giving people the information to actually um, kind of ride that roller coaster with a little less risk. And then secondly, on the CEO-COO relationship and how to build a really strong relationship between those two. Those are probably the next two books, but nothing coming out soon. All right. So I think that was really a lot of content in this episode. And we went really deep on some entrepreneurial strategies and approaches. So Cameron, the last words for this episode are on you to leave the listeners inspired. Any favorite quote you would like to share or just some advice from yourself, whatever you yeah. like. Yeah, I think it's a saying that I heard years ago, and it's that we're we're all just walking each other home. You know, none of us are getting out of this alive. This is just what we do to make money and um, not to take ourselves so seriously. Like maybe we can just have a little bit of fun at this, right? Maybe we can enjoy ourselves and have a better time running running our businesses or doing our jobs during the day. And, and the reality is that um, this is, again, just what we do to make money. So go out and have a good time and have fun with your friends today and your family today instead of just being all about work. That's fantastic. So, Cameron, thank you so much for being on Pure Mind Magic today, sharing all your business insights, wisdom, and all the cool tips around being productive and being a successful entrepreneur with us. I would love to stay in contact and maybe even bring you back to the show. 
Victoria, I'd love to for sure. Stay in touch for sure and send me the link when this goes live so I can share it. Thanks for listening to today's show at Pure Mind Magic and my interview with Cameron Harold. Go check out his books. It's really worthwhile. And remember, the Christmas gift tip for today is the power bank that you can get directly from the link in the show notes. Tomorrow is waiting for you another very interesting guest when it comes to business and networking. His name is T. Allen Hannes, and I had the honor to be on his show as well because he has his own podcast and is a radio host. T. Allen is really great at networking. He's very active at LinkedIn and has really a huge network. And he just loves helping entrepreneurs and business owners get the recognition they deserve through publishing and media. And he's all about authority and how you can become an authority in your niche and position yourself as an expert there and what it takes. For that, he has written a book that is called The Authority Code. And we will discuss on that in the interview tomorrow or for today. Talk to you tomorrow. Until then, create some magic. Music